0: Welcome to Catholic stuff you should know, the J10 Initiative.
1: What's up, folks? This is Catholic stuff you should know. Mm-hmm. Father Michael. We're doing this. Father Nathan. <laughs> this is our first. Time. I know this is our first day. <laughs> Father Michael. Father Nathan. It's
0: our first day. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Father John says that we always that I always do really awkward intros, as well as Father Mike. But his intros are just sort of like robotic.
0: Yeah. Well, we just did an awkward intro just
1: to do an awkward intro. Yeah. Actually, Father Michael revealed that he sometimes uh, presses record before I know that we're recording. But now he put back on the click. So it's like click, click,
0: click, click. Band. Actually, I just realized on this newest download, I can take off the clicks. I'm going to do that from now on. Damn, damn, no more counting
1: buttons.
0: Yeah, so no warning. I like it better that way since I'm in control of the uh, start time. No way. All right, here we go. And we also don't have a timer anymore, so we are we are 43 bars in right now, and I have no idea how much time that is. So. Well,
1: usually Father John sets his sets his little girl watch uh, to do... You know, um, <laughs> How much banter to do. So she right Cassio. now it's 7.50 in the p.m. Uh, we've been recording for about a minute. So mm-hmm. you have about nine more minutes of banter. Okay. <laughs> Go. And yes, begin.
0: Begin banter. Go on. So so Father Nathan does not have Facebook. Nope. And so
1: I did. I am still on Facebook. Oh, you okay. I'm still on Facebook. I have not yet deleted my account because I need to write three letters. Huh? That's my rule. I'm not allowed to officially delete my Facebook account until I write three letters to three people.
0: Oh, I see. And then then you, you get the reward of deleting your account.
1: Yep. Wow. Okay. Two of them are ex-girlfriends. Oh, I see. One of them is Micah Bradshaw. If anybody knows Micah Bradshaw, he is a uh, teacher at uh, MacArthur High School. Uh, please you know, tell him what's up for me, Micah Bradshaw. <laughs> uh, Indicator. Indicator, yeah. Super proud of Micah Bradshaw, Mr. Bradshaw. And uh, I just want to communicate that to them, to him. But until I actually write that letter, uh, I have to keep my account open. I see. And what do you want to say to the two ex-girlfriends? This should be good. <laughs> I don't want them to find out. No, oh, they don't okay. listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, what I want to say to them is... You don't need to give us names, just content. Yeah, okay. Uh, what I want to say to them is when I get off Facebook... I will officially uh, no longer be able to like check in and see how your life is going in a creepy manner known as like, you know, <laughs> Facebook stalking. Right. But uh, every once in a while, I would click on their account just to see like, are they happy? Yeah. Are they still with the same person? Um, you know, do they have kids? You know, and um, once I give that up, then it's like, you give them the final opportunity because it's like, You know, they're not gonna know where I am. I'm not gonna know where they are. It's not like I need to keep in contact with them, but all I wanna do is communicate to them that there are times there are times that I will pray specifically for them still. And like in some sense to apologize. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't I wasn't a a very virtuous man back in the day. Mm -hmm. And and I just you know, I repent of that and so I need to I need to reach out to them some
0: I have I have a girl, an ex girlfriend that I have never looked up on Facebook because I mean so many people are on Facebook. I haven't looked her up because I don't want to even become tempted do the Facebook stalking thing. Yeah, but I did actually have a, not an ex girlfriend, but I had an ex girl that I liked that I that I just wasn't man enough to like say anything to her. Uh-huh. And we this was from from TAC after I failed out. Like I went on with my life and I ran into her about three years ago, mm-hmm. and just randomly in Phoenix and just kind of was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that, I had the biggest crush on that girl. I haven't looked her up either, but I I just, I'm trying to be careful.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't want to end up being like, you know, you know, one of those country songs where it's like, don't think I don't think about it. (laughs) Right. Don't think I don't have regrets. (laughs) Right.
0: Actually, there was somebody, probably the friend I was the worst to was in middle school. And this kid, like, I just remember thinking, I remember thinking like, that uh, of all the people I regret being the worst to, it's this. There's two two friends. I had one in middle school, one in high school. But the one in middle school, I was I was when I really think about my regrets, who I want to be back in touch with to say I'm sorry I did these things to you. It's this one kid, and then all of a sudden years later, he ends up being a pilot with my brother Sean. Hmm. Like and it just and I find out, and so I've been able to hang out with the guy since then. Like totally Aww. missing some middle school, and it was like a gift from God to say, hey, look. Not only do you need to write that letter or, or make that phone call saying, dude, I'm sorry it was such an A-hole to you, you know, all in middle school, but it's like you could actually hang out with the guy, see that he's a good guy, True. and have a good time with him. So I, I don't even think I apologize last I see him, but he was it was just so natural to kind of reconnect with him. Yeah. That,
1: yeah. The last thing I the last thing I want is, you know, to end up it being like the scene out of Billy Madison, which is like, hey, I was a total jerk back then. I really apologize. It's like, hey, yeah, no problem. You know, hey, have a good night. Shoo up as the guys like putting on lipstick oh yeah crossing <laughs> off my name to kill that's right i didn't i didn't get the image until you just said father that, john yeah. and i looked that up <laughs> specifically the other day so anyways you were saying i'm not on facebook and actually the funny thing is my mom uh shout out to you know my mom um she listens to the podcast and uh uh she emailed me on facebook i don't know like six months or maybe it was a year ago or whatever and then i see her like three months later and she's like hey why didn't you ever respond to me on facebook i'm like mom i haven't been on facebook <laughs> in like two years and she's like okay fine and then she gets on instagram and by the wow. way mom i deleted my instagram account what so
0: did you really yeah you're just not on social media all anymore
1: i can't do it wow wow i can't do it okay it, i love instagram's really cool um but at some point you just i just end up like looking at other people's lives and being like, oh, I should call them. Oh, that's nice. They ate green beans tonight. That's cool. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay. So,
0: See, I think I tagged you in something on Instagram recently because that's like the only way I can somehow have any social media. Because the reason why I bring this up is because I I, I post things like
1: pictures of you. It was very good. I
0: post pictures of you all the time. You just don't know. You have no idea that I do this. So are
1: you Facebook stalking me? creeping on me.
0: <laughs> I I'm real life stalking you like taking pictures True. of you when you're not looking. No. No, this this was actually a photo from Benedictine. in and, my uh, bedroom. And it was uh, it was it was one of the pictures when people saw the mullet for the first time on Facebook. So, people were commenting on the mullet like the entire post after we posted the the yes, photos. Yes. They were commenting. So, some people sent me this brilliant brilliant picture yes. of a curly-haired chicken. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> like I I really really enjoyed it. Like thank you to whoever Put the two of us together.
0: That was Sarah Stacey and Bernadette Grandin. Really? Both, both my parishioners. And they, ah. they sent me these pictures. Ah. They sent me these pictures within, literally, within 10 minutes of each other. Just yeah. middle of the day, like, yeah. sent me the same picture of the uh-huh. same curly chicken. And I put it next to yours and put it on there, and it was Facebook epicness.
1: That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I did appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of things that I miss out on whenever I'm uh, not on exactly. not on Facebook. So Exactly. And I can kind of laugh at you, because I know, if unless I tell you, you're never going to see these things. And I it's- can just... <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I probably, the last time I was on Facebook was maybe five to eight months ago, um, and then my ex-girlfriend from high school got married, and I was like, that's great, like, I was really happy for her, um, and then it was like, that's it, like, I don't really, I mean, no offense, like, I, there are a lot of people that you could interact with on Facebook, yeah, I just am not good at that stuff, yeah, so,
0: I honestly wish I could. Part of me wants to be off it, but part of me like just again reconnections and and then being in touch and seeing all the stuff. We
1: could do we could do like a little a little panel discussion on you know pros and cons of Facebook, social media, social media. Yeah. So, anyways, Father John's really good about because he only gets on Insta or yeah Instagram on Mondays and Thursdays. So and he only
0: does Instagram. Like that's the only social media he does. yeah, Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm just not. You know where to reach me. I,
0: I, I commend you. In, yeah. fa-
1: <laughs> In fact, uh, you know where to reach me. Can I just do this right now? Because I'm going to forget. Go ahead. I don't know if you're really bad. All right, folks, uh, we need to have a little chat. We'll come to Jesus moment, okay? Um, Father Nathan, Father Mike, Father John, and Father Michael have real jobs. And uh, we actually, you know, we are priests, but we are like kind of living our life as, you know, priests and pastors and students in Rome and everything and it's always great when we can run into you when we can you know kind of encounter you um and you know like sometimes it's awkward because you know our own parishioners see us with you and uh it's kind of like they're seeing like our fun family that we don't actually have to do anything with they just bring (laughs) us gifts and drop bourbon off yeah um and then they're kind of like why doesn't he smile whenever I say <laughs> hello to them? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's no, fine. <laughs> so, anyways, the other day, um, I'm 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 in the middle of just some some real like you know, uh, dad moments at the parish. Like, uh, I I gotta put my big boy pants on and and lead. Um, and I'm, you know, it's it's a big time, whatever. Um, but I get this uh, phone call from a um, message from a, from somebody. It's like, you know, your message from this number at one fifty five PM. And it's like, Hey, father Nathan, uh, just wanted to let you know, really love the podcast. If you ever want to talk to a listener, um, in Connecticut, you know, like, uh, you know, please give me a call. Have a nice day. Doesn't leave his name. <laughs> doesn't leave his number. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, okay. That's a little, a little crazy. Um, but um, you know, go on, keep doing my thing. Next day, I'm in a meeting with uh, somebody else, and then after that meeting, I had a phone call. And during that phone call, I saw that line two was lit up, and line two was lit up for the entire phone call. Like, I mean, I and I was on the phone call with this other person, and I really needed to talk to them. Whatever.
0: That just so, means that it's ringing. It's just they're just staying. No, on. they're just oh. staying on the line. Okay, you know?
1: they're just waiting. Anyway, so then. Uh, <laughs> The uh, I get off the phone and my secretary comes out and she's like, "Father Nathan, this person really wants to talk to you. They said that they would wait all day." And I said, <laughs> "Quote, are they? Do they? Are, are they? Do they happen to be from Connecticut?" She goes, "How did you know that?" I was like, "Here we go." So uh, I just want to say uh, to the person named John Lynch Carroll, John Lynch Carroll. Uh, former safety and, uh, you know, signer of the Declaration of Independence <laughs> from, uh, you know, like Connecticut. That guy was on the line for 30, maybe 40 minutes. Oh my God. And I was on, I was on another phone call. Yeah. And I didn't know, I didn't know he was waiting for me, but it was his birthday. It was uh-huh. his birthday and he really wanted to talk with me and he gave me some real encouragement and I asked him about advice for the podcast and he was just, you know, so excited and, uh, so he said he actually told my secretary he would wait for hours. Folks, okay, do not wait for hours <laughs> on the phone with us. Like if you can leave a message whenever we can, we'll try to call you back. Um, but uh, I appreciate your your like desire uh, to uh, you know to, to get on the phone. But um, I felt I felt a little bad. Yeah, thirty five minutes. Yeah. Anyways, John Lynch Carroll's from an axe community. Adoration, communion, theology, and snacks. Nice. I don't know what the essence. That's that's my favorite part. Um, community in in Connecticut. So, John Lynch Carroll, you may have just uh you know informed a lot of people that they could call and wait on the line (laughs) for me. Uh, I just again like I appreciate it, but it was um you know just like I'll I'll, I will call you back. I will email Dream On. Snail mail, you have a much higher chance. Voicemail uh, is a little easier. So mm-hmm. thanks again.
0: I had I, my first time a parishioner kind of got frustrated by by podcast listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had never had that before. It was, he, he was that vocal, but he's
1: just like, you know, you're ours first. I'm like, I know I'm yours first. Well, I mean, it's hard because like sometimes the people are coming out from like, you know, Maryland oh, yeah. and North Dakota yeah. and everything. And you want to be like, hey, you know, it's great that you're here. Do you have any advice? You know, like what's your favorite episode? You know, what do you what do you think we should do? Yeah. Uh, and then your other parishioners are like, "Father, I want to have you for dinner in two weeks. Check your schedule now." I'm like, "Okay." Um, so, anyways, it's like one of those things where you want to be really welcome to these yeah. other people. You're only going to see them for a short time, and then the other people are like, "You know, hey, why can't we? Why can't we see more of yeah. you?" So, anyways. Don't worry, John Lynch Carroll. You did not get me in huge trouble with anybody <laughs> that day. but um. no, I
0: actually don't mind people coming because my parish is small enough where I can still yeah. do it. But I, I had a, I had a really a funny
1: – some lady was waiting in line, and there were two different people that came and brought me gift bags, uh, which was awesome. Mm. Um, but then she gets up to me, and she goes, Father Nathan, I don't have any bourbon for you, and I don't have any Sour Patch Kids for you. Then leave. I do have – yeah, exactly. <laughs> be gone, evil one. <laughs> uh then you know she's like but I do have a prayer request. I was like that's fine, you know. You don't have to bring tribute, you know? So anyways, we are over the 10 minute mark. Yes, it is are. 8:03. Okay. I I'm sorry, we have to shut it down. Catholic Stuff Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com like us on Facebook. <laughs>
0: we'll call this one uh I forget what we started the banter with. Oh, Facebook, social media and bourbon gifts. Dust
1: banter. Okay. Anything else? No, Sorry. your okay. topic. So you know. I, I really think I wanna I wanna do this in two parts. I have okay. I don't think I've ever done a two parter. Okay. Um, but instead of like Father John, where it's like, hey, we're gonna do a two part series <laughs> and everything, like um, I will do it. Okay. But I really enjoy this topic mm. and um I, I just want to make sure we do it do justice right. because I think it's helpful. So um had the great joy of going to Beaver Creek. Uh, last, mm-hmm. last Monday, um, had a good time with, uh, Father Brian Larkin from Lourdes, Father Joseph LeJoie and Father John. And then, uh, I wanted to leave early enough to watch the leaves change. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm like driving through the, the leaves and like the mountains, whatever it was, it was perfect weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you could... Crack the windows, get a little cool breeze, turn the heat on just a little bit mm. so that, you know, you're maintaining like optimal flow. Um, had some barbecue seeds. It was, it was, a, <laughs> it was a beautiful day. That's a good um, evening. And uh, I was just at peace, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then as I'm driving, I, I start to like, you know, just, you know, like instead of listening to the radio, or whatever, you're just like, let's go into like weird recesses of the mind, mm. you know? And. At some point, I don't even know what happened, but I started to think about why do we do what we do on Saint Patrick's Day? Like, uh, I think it was Saint It was the twenty I don't even know what it was. I think it was a particular Saints Day. And I was thinking, like, how do you celebrate Saints' Days? Yeah. Um, and then I started thinking, Why do we do what we do on Saint Patrick's Day?
0: Hmm. Like I am we not We as
1: Americans, we as American idiots, or like Yeah, Americans in particular, but, like, also, like, you know, the world. Right. Okay. The, um, uh, I used to have a shirt that said, kiss me, I'm Irish Catholic. Nice. Um, (laughs) which I wasn't Irish, uh, but I was Catholic, and it was a really good shirt to wear out. And everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. True. Um, the last person to kiss me in that shirt was Steph Dunbar. Wow. Who's now married. Sorry, John. (laughs) Uh, Just full disclosure. (laughs) <laughs> um, the, uh, but I was going into seminary that year and Steph, you know, planted one on my cheek. you' know, though I was wearing the Irish Catholic shirt, Nice. but I'm like, why do we do what we do on, on St. Patrick's day? I mean, you're Irish. Yeah. Do you have, do you have like particular familial things that you do? No, not at all. I, I, I think we do it cause there's no other real holidays
0: in mid March. It's just like you need you need to find a holiday in that time. So Saint Patrick's Day just kinda of made sense. I mean the Irish probably did something on it. I mean they probably started it, but the
1: rest of the world grabbed on right. it because there's nothing else to do. As Roman Catholics, we do celebrate Saint Joseph. Okay. <laughs> just so you know I mean like just in case you we were celebrate like, him too it's oh, just not do? on that day okay, we,
0: we celebrate him on the Sunday after Christmas We yeah, you celebrate him as like, you know, like celebrate him like this
1: like second you know like stepdad to Jesus while yeah, he's raising his other kids after his birth I don't when want he's to actually hear doing I don't work want to you're not gonna you're not gonna desecrate St. Joseph on this podcast <laughs> anyways as long as he's not touching Mary in an icon yeah, as long as as <laughs> as long as Mary isn't sitting Indian style inside his Indian style legs, <laughs> I cannot stand that. I cannot stand that. It's like, it's like that. the 1980s growing pains, you know, like step by step. Oh, you haven't seen it? It's no. Jesus sitting Indian style inside of Mary's legs okay. and then Mary sitting Indian style inside of Joseph's legs. This. I'm like, get out of town. <laughs> they did not go to Olin Mills. Were Sears to take glamour <laughs> shots when they were when they were the holy family <laughs> nice but okay at University of Illinois yes they used to have um unofficial Saint Patrick's Day which always happened the Friday and Saturday before um Friday and Saturday before St. Patrick's Day, Hmm. or it was like after St. Patrick's Day. If St. Patrick's Day fell on like a Monday or Tuesday, you'd have it the Friday and Saturday before. Okay. Okay. They would pair that. I don't know why they didn't get together, like the bar owners of Champagne with the engineers of Champagne, because Mm -hmm. engineering open house was the same weekend. Oh. Um, And Monday, like you would show up and there would still be vomit everywhere, Uh everywhere like, all over the streets, and it was like, this is your school, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was kind of, like, driving, having a good time, just thinking to myself, why is it that we celebrate, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day? And I, I said, you know, maybe, because uh, what the evil one likes to do is he likes to take what is holy and sacred and, in some sense, joyful, and, you know, like, we should celebrate these realities yeah. um, as, you know, um, yeah, good things. But he likes to twist them and turn them. Yeah. And he's not going to twist them and turn them in the same way. Because who wants to do the exact same thing every single time? Right. Like on Thanksgiving, you eat th- you eat turkey. Um, for Christmas, you eat ham. Ham. Pasoli. Or goose. We did pasole, Okay. Okay, pasoli. Right. For Easter, you eat ham. Right. Uh, for, you know, Super Bowl, you eat nachos. So, like, you don't do the same thing every single time. Right. And it's actually better to, you know, it's kind of spice it up. And I think that the devil likes to do the exact same thing with our holidays, hmm. because holidays aren't necessarily holidays. They were originally holy days, right? Not just holy days of obligation, but like days in which we would celebrate and venerate particular saints or particular events of salvation history, and say, um, we want we want this reality to be something that we are. Like allowing to break through into our history, right? So uh, I started thinking about uh, the the holidays of the year, the Christian holidays, not like Fourth of July or even really Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an American secular holiday that is sort of taken on a pseudo religious thing, but I don't. I mean, it's not really part of our uh, Catholic tradition, right? Um, so uh, I started thinking about all the different holidays holy days of the year and its relation to different uh deadly sins hmm. and I would like to do the first six months today or the awesome. first the first uh which would be like the first three or four holidays or holy days and then we'll do the last three uh in the next podcast yeah. and hopefully by then like I will have done a little more research I like it cool. you like that yeah all right uh you want to start with Saint Patrick's Day sure Let's start March. with St. Patrick's Day. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about St. Patrick's Day. There are seven deadly sins. Can you name them? Oh. There is an easy acronym that I will teach you later. But for now, wrath. Father Michael Lachlan. Yo. Oh, jeez. Um, you said wrath. Wrath. That's one.
0: Uh, lust. Yes. Uh, gluttony. Yes. Good job. Pride. Pride. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, a, avarice is that separate Yeah from yeah wrath? yeah Avarice okay. Covetousness Greed Okay Okay And then uh, What am I thinking of Oh uh, Achadia Yeah Sloth Achadia Sloth okay mm-hmm. That's what six I think yeah had six yeah Whatever I'm missing Is probably my biggest one
1: Yeah Cause I'm well, in denial uh, I think you're missing uh, Vanity ah. Or uh, Envy Okay. Sometimes people put actually eight. Like if you listen to the podcast yeah. uh, with uh Father John Clockman, he eight, eight. Yeah, eight yeah. evil thoughts. Yeah. Uh so the acronym that we were taught in Focus was Places G. Places G. Okay. Pride, lust, avarice, um C. covetousness or like uh Envy. Envy, well, he kind of separates envy from that. Um, Well, pride, lust, avarice, um, which is covetousness, envy, sloth, and gluttony. Okay. Um, They also put anger or wrath in there, so... um, I don't know. I maybe that's the A, like because yeah, P- <S-L-A>. they're they're kind of they're kind of daughters of these. Okay. Um, that's why I kind of want to do two podcasts to kind of go deeper into like yeah. what are what are these particular sins. So we're going to start with St. Patrick's Day. Okay. If you were going to name any of the any of the um, seven deadly sins that associated with St. Patrick's Day, what would you choose? Gluttony. Exactly. Which I mean, if we went into if we went into Thanksgiving. You know, a lot of people associate, yeah. you know, uh, gluttony with Thanksgiving. So um, I am taking this. Uh, thanks be to God. I Father Michael can attest. I looked for 10 minutes for this old <laughs> examination of conscience, which I used to have. I folded it up and I reference it all the time. And I have absolutely no idea where I put it. And I hmm. just found it online. Nice. FocusEquip.org, folks. FocusEquip.org. Hopefully Focus doesn't sue us now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they have this um, examination of conscience for students, which is very helpful. Nice. Um, and this is how uh, Father Dylan James, who was one of the spiritual directors whenever I was a Focus missionary, this is the, the examination that he came up with. He says, um, and he's taking this from Thomas Aquinas, the Catechism, other, um, other books, whatever. Gluttony is the inordinate desire for food unregulated by reason, knowingly exceeding need for the sake of pleasure. Again, gluttony is the inordinate desire for food, unregulated by reason, knowingly exceeding need for the sake of pleasure. The five daughters of gluttony are dullness of mind, uh, whereas abstinence sharpens wits, unseemly joy, namely the appetites get disordered, idle talk, scurrilous behavior, (laughs) (laughs) Scurrilius <laughs> that sounds awesome that's actually uh <laughs> father john's band name from eighth grade <laughs> uh, because reason is dulled and bad behavior follows and bodily uncleanliness Ooh. okay if you think about what people's goal is for saint patrick's day what is it it is to get
0: smashed and kiss people you don't know
1: do people do a lot of kissing on St. Patrick's Day? Well, your shirt. I mean, my shirt so did. Much. Yeah. No, I, I think it's just to get drunk. I think for a lot of people, it's to to lose control and to like engage in frivolity. Yeah. Like yeah, okay. people are yeah, jumping yeah, yeah. on things. People are jumping on like like ceramic mooses and yeah. you know making certain you know bodily gestures right. um not that i'm familiar with these things jack conroy's bachelor party um so um yeah i mean we are uh we're 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 pushing the envelope because the evil one is sort of saying this is your opportunity this is the day in which i give you full permission yeah to just kind of you know be a leprechaun. Yeah. Which means that you get to be the kind of person that uh is unregulated by reason and knowingly exceeds need for the sake of pleasure. Hmm. The um the I have a hilarious story, St. Patrick's Day in college, you know, it was a big deal, you nice. know, fourth floor, guys are getting a little crazy, whatever. Um, and our um uh, RA, Joe um oh shoot, Joe Kempf. Joe, it's not Joe Kemp. I can't remember right now. I know it's Joe. Sorry. He might listen to the podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, anyways, he's walking down the hall, and he goes, uh, Nathan, what do you think? You know, you think is, is it getting too rowdy? And I was like, you know, honestly, they're in their room right now. Like, I, I mean, I'll keep an eye on him. I wasn't really an assistant RA, but he knew that I wasn't, like, getting rowdy. Right. And uh, as soon as I said this, a particular person who will remain <laughs> nameless... Uh, comes out of this room right next to my my room with Father Bobby Krueger. Uh, they were in the room next door to us um, and he he has the funnel, the beer funnel right which was called the Chief okay. uh, because it had a chief logo on it, and he blows through the funnel like an elephant like you know making a Whatever sound, right? Um, and uh, trumpeting sound, and it blows foam all over the wall. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. so then uh, poor Joe is like, All right, I gotta go do something now. So then he walks down and he goes, Guys, you know, where is it? And they're like, What are you talking about? You know, he's like, Come on, guys, we're, seriously. And they're like, No, what do you I mean? We were just having a couple beers, whatever, and there's one guy who's just not moving. It was so funny. It's like those, those, those YouTube videos of dogs that have like pooped on the ground and like it's somewhere in the house. The and you're like, luck. which one of you did it? And he's like not moving. And then he just says to the guy, like, get up because he's, he's sitting on a blanket that's evidently sitting on something. And, you know, okay. that was where the keg was. So, he had to kick okay. him out. So, the evil one invites people to just say, look, just get totally blistered get totally blistered lose control because today's the day in which you say you know i have an excuse right I i have a perfect excuse because today's the day that you know that's what we do
0: i was thinking that same thing about it's just an excuse to do it yeah
1: yeah so, uh, drunkenness, which is a subset of gluttony, so instead mm-hmm. of food you're going to drink, drunkenness impairs our use of reason. Reason is a gift of God, and it is thus rejected in drunkenness. Drunkenness lowers us to the level of the animals and makes us incapable of virtuous acts, incapable of charity to others, and makes us incapable of knowing right from wrong. Hmm. Um, the, uh, I mean, it, the, drinking is not inherently wrong. Right. Like, God gives us wine to cheer men's hearts. Um, Like the blood of Christ is from like a a spirit, like a, uh, well, maybe not spirit, but like, you know, fortified juice. Um, It's supposed to feel strong. It's supposed to feel like you're being taken hold of by Mm -hmm. something instead of just like, oh, this is nice Gatorade or whatever. Um, But like an excess of it, an excess of food or an excess of drink. And now all of a sudden the, the, the whole reality that I'm participating in is no longer about the communion that I share with other persons, which you can, which we do in feasts. Um, and it's now about, okay, dude, Jaeger bombs. Let's do this, man. Uh, let's go to the bar. Yeah.
0: I mean, that that's the reason why, I mean, I, I've, I've only drank to accept excess once and it caught me completely off guard. Um, but since then i I haven't done it especially since I've ordained because I cannot serve as a priest. I cannot minister as a priest if yeah I can I know I can't jump in my car and go to a sick call. I can't help anybody. Yeah. I'm just not myself i'm I'm no longer a servant if I've had too much to drink. I'm now just being selfish and it's all about me and I, I just can't do that as a priest because i'm I'm ordained a servant
1: and I'm no longer I'm no longer in communion with the other people right because like you've been there where somebody else is like totally blistered right. And you're like kind of talking to them, and then they're like, I say so you want I mean, you don't even know. And it's like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah. You know? Um so again, like I don't think that our celebration of St. Patrick's Day is wrong per se. I'm not saying that you can't have like whatever it is green beer, corned beef, uh, I don't know, Bailey shots. Right. You know, like, you know, you green boot. car bombs. I mean, Lord knows I've had I've had my share, folks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I had a wild time back in my 20s. OK, um, those things aren't wrong. It's it's the it's the it's the pedal to the metal right. like this. This inordinate desire for excess, Yeah, uh, especially excess in food unregulated by reason.
0: And there are certainly people that say, what do you want to do tonight? I want to get drunk.
1: That's it. Yeah,
0: that's what I want to
1: do. But it's not just like that's not just like Tuesday night you know like after you know like your softball league right. it's like this is the one day of the year this is the feast of the year in which you need to go to excess yeah and and it's the day in which we, we do that yeah. okay so that's the that's the first one okay, okay? I think um, well uh, well tell you what why don't you name why don't you name another um, deadly sin and then we'll, I'll go to that one
0: ah uh, um, we'll ping pong
1: pride that's perfect because that's the next month so we're kind of going the linear fashion okay uh april yeah kind of any thoughts
0: um
1: this may be a stretch but i'm i don't know i i think i think it's important this pride is related to which holy day or holiday maybe i'll read why don't i read the definition yeah cool Pride is the mother of all sin, according to St. Gregory the Great and Thomas Aquinas. Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're going to have a lot of moms saying, how dare you. Uh, It is a craving for excellence beyond what is reasonable. An inordinate desire for one's own superiority. Reason requires that a man reach up for what is proportionate to him and proportionate to his abilities. In pride, a man seeks to be more than he should be. It makes a man hate being equal to men and hate being less than God. Again, it's not saying that that this holiday isn't, uh, that it's it's totally wrong. It's just that if we celebrate it in the wrong way, it's going to lead us into this.
0: Was it originally a Christian holiday?
1: Yeah, these are all Christian holidays. Okay. These are all Christian holy days. Goodness. (laughs) Easter? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Easter. If you had a secular image of what Easter is, what's your idea of it? Bunnies and eggs. Bunnies and eggs and Chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. (laughs) Peeps. Peeps, peeps, yeah. Have you noticed at all? This sort of like creeping, uh, fashion statement of what Easter is all about. Oh, like I've noticed it, that like people don't even get dressed up for, I mean, maybe they get dressed ah, up for mother's day, but like okay. for Easter, people are busting out like yeah. the spring dresses, the white dudes are wearing white pants. Yeah. I'm like, okay. where are you going to like Kentucky Derby? Okay. You know, um, and, you know, everybody's getting freshened up. Yeah, my
0: mom used to make my sister a new Easter dress every year.
1: That's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. But that taken to excess. Why? Why do we why do we why do we put on our best in on Easter and possibly even at Christmas? We go to church. We go to church and like there's there's something about the dignity of this holiday. Like yeah. this is this is like the mother of all. Right? Like your mom would look at you and be like, if you're not even going to mass on Easter yeah. or Christmas, I mean, what kind of, what kind of person are you? Right. You know? And right. so we get freshened up so that we can kind of go to the, the mass or go to church and actually say like, this is a big deal. Yeah. And what does Easter communicate? In the secular world or in the church? In the church.
0: In the church, the resurrection of Christ.
1: That you need a savior. Yeah, okay. That ultimately yeah. you need a savior. Yeah. And that savior has actually come about. Yeah. And he is going he has conquered sin and death and uh there's a freshness in the air, there's a newness in the air. We're living in this like amazing world in which like the dew is on the grass and the peeps are in the fake grass <laughs> and the hams in the oven and we're going to have an awesome time. Right? But you remove you remove christ yeah. from easter and it's all about ultimately i'm i'm sufficient
0: that's interesting because it's even that the devil has taken the good secular traditions like dressing up like yep. these things he's taken those and twisted those of course he's going to try to twist the the religious aspects he's going to twist the resurrection he's going to twist the need for a savior but he's even twisting the secular traditions that have come from that to yeah. mean exaltation of self Yes. In the moment we're supposed to be humble before a savior.
1: Yeah. Watch any Target commercial hmm. on Easter or like about Easter, about spring. Yeah. And you will just see a smugness, hmm. a smugness. And like, I mean, I'm perfect. Yeah. Like I look so good. Yeah. And I am so good. And it's like Easter's all about, I am so bad and God has made me so good.
0: Yeah. That's when people are going to the tanning bed, so They look like they've been tanning all oh, summer. yeah. And-
1: now I would say it, it's somewhat of a stretch, but I think that the mother of all holy days mm-hmm. carries with it the, the the danger of the mother of yeah. all um the mother of all um sins. Yeah, I that's beautiful. I think you're right. And pride is the one where it says, I don't I don't really need anybody else. And right. everybody else really needs me. Right. And is all about, no, actually, I need you, Jesus. Hmm. I need you one hundred percent and without you, I'm going to fail. Yeah. Anything other than that, and it's not, you're not really celebrating Easter. Right. Like there's like a, there's, there's such a, I mean, Easter is like my favorite, favorite, favorite time of the year. Yeah. Amen. Easter Saturday, Easter Sunday, the, the, the dawn on Easter Sunday, like the smell of ham and Turkey and, you know, my aunt Anna's, you know, strawberry fluff. Mm. It's like, this is so delightful and I, if you if you get a chance there's a great article on CNN um that that came out around Easter which said we want we are nuns meaning like we have no religion yeah. and we want Easter too how dare you wow. people say that we can't have Easter? Because we need a break as well. I mean, it's like, as you were saying, there's no holiday in Saint there's no holiday in March and there's no holiday in April. It's yeah. months away from July fourth. We want to have something to celebrate. You have nothing to celebrate if you don't actually believe in Jesus. Right. Easter means nothing. Yeah. And it's funny because it's always on a Sunday,
0: which is people have day off anyway, they just want an extra day off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's intriguing. I like the way your mind works.
1: <laughs> oh man, good. Uh, again, I encourage you to go to this focusequipped.org dot org and look at look at the the different ways in which the examination of conscience kind of plays out. All right, so we're gone through two. Um, we are nearing we are nearing the end, my okay. friend, because we're doing a two parter. So just okay. letting you know. Um, do you want to go linearly or go to the next one? You want to play the game again?
0: Let's uh, let's go
1: through the year. All right. So March, April, May. Okay. I don't think there's another one. I don't think there's really another one until... Wrath. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Why don't we just go to... uh, Because it's related to that. This is not a holy day. This is not a holy day. okay. But it is a solemnity. It's not a feast day. It's not a feast day that happens once a year. It happens multiple times a year. In fact, 52 times a year. And I think it's related to a particular, um, particular, um, do-do-do-do-do. Is this Saturdays? Sabbaths, yeah. Sunday. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, the, the, the one that I think that Sunday is most closely aligned to, because again, Sunday is the weekly participation in the resurrection of the Lord, which is a feast day. Right, it should be a a solemn occasion, a solemnitas. Right, there should be a dignity to Sunday that uh, we don't find in other days of the week. Sloth, sloth, yeah, achadia. Which again, like we've said that we're going to do a podcast on achadia, but you know, know, good luck with that. I'm just slothful. (laughs) Anyways, uh, okay, so this is this is how he describes sloth or apathy. Okay. Sloth is spiritual sorrow in the face of a spiritual good. It is an oppressive sorrow that weighs on a man's mind and makes him want to do nothing. To not take joy in a good is a bad thing. It is laziness in the things of God. Here are the six daughters of sloth. Despair, faint-heartedness, sluggishness about the commandments, spite, malice, wandering after unlawful things. And St. Isidore adds, idleness, drowsiness, uneasy of mind, restlessness of body, instability, loquaciousness, and curiosity. Hmm. Okay. Why why sloth? Any thoughts?
0: Well, the point of the Christian Sabbath is that we rest in Christ's work. Uh Uh-huh. So he labored... In in the kerygma, in the death and resurrection, he labored and rose from the dead, and that allows us to rest in his labors, so we celebrate the rest that we are given, seventh day, the rest we are given because of his own labor, so we allow him to work as we rest.
1: So effectively what you're saying is we remember how you loved us, and still we celebrate for you are with us here, and we believe that we will see you when you come, in your glory, Lord. <laughs> We remember, we celebrate, we believe. I don't get this because I'm not Roman. Here a (laughs) a million weary souls are longing just to touch you and believe. Gather all your people and bring them to your own. We remember how you loved us to your death. And still we celebrate for you are with us here. I really wish I had videotaped you doing the air guitar oh for that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. We remember. We remember yeah. all of these things. Yeah. And for us to get to a point where we don't remember them or don't care about mm. them or that they don't actually have bearing anymore, in that sense, we've lost our end. Yeah, We've lost our telos and we no longer are able to live an ordered existence that actually enables us to rest in the joy of I don't have to work, I, I don't have to excessively work anymore. Yeah. Like the way the Israelites lived is they were constantly being worked, work, work, and then uh, God says, "No, I want you to rest so that you can worship well." Yeah, and take delight in the fact that you're not made solely for the rat race of whatever. Yeah, so we have the work weekend. We have like the the, the rest that everybody gets. Thank you, Jews and Catholics, Mm -hmm. Christians, uh, because, you know, when you're off on Saturday and off on Sunday, that's only because of, you know, the work of, you know, our forefathers in faith and Jesus. Yeah. Um, But but when we lose our purpose for why we work, we can't rest well. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm only resting so that I can go back to work.
0: There's a very interesting reaction I've seen recently from people about Sunday. So it's like, I don't feel it because Monday's my day off. But there's something about the way that if people do truly have two days off, they have Saturday and Sunday off. I've seen people see Sunday as merely a day to get depressed because the next day's Monday. Like, yep. enjoy it for the day it is. Like, yep. without saying, oh, I got to get up for work tomorrow. But there's a temptation there. And I think also... We talked about an excuse earlier. People use the excuse to say we're supposed to, even Christians, we're supposed to rest on this day, but we're not supposed to be slothful or full of a shady on that day. But people, the devil takes it to the next level and says, hey, Jesus said rest. So be slothful. In other words, deny relationships, deny family time, deny these things because you're interpreting rest as being um, you know, isolation from others, whether it's just crashing, whatever it might be. And the mm-hmm. devil is taking them. And if it doesn't work to make people be slothful on that day, he just makes them depressed about the next day being Monday. Yep.
1: It's an oppressive, it's an oppressive sorrow yeah. because we cannot take delight in the good that is, that is presented to us. Right. And we don't know how to take advantage of that good. So then sometimes I'll say to people, do you really feel rested watching two consecutive football games? Hmm which is approximately 6 hours. Yeah. Which is let's say a third of your waking hours. Yeah. Um in in uh on your Sunday. Right? You know? Um and you know for a lot of people it's like, well, that's what I that's what I'm kind of like gearing up for, you know? And it's like that's not all bad, but you don't even care about the I don't know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right? Why are you watching the Buccaneers play the Lions? Right. If you were a Buccaneers fan or a Lions fan, you should watch that game. But like now all of a sudden, like with fantasy football and, yeah. and everything else, everybody wants to tune into every single game and they can't find rest. Right. They can't find rest. And then you ask him, it's like, what did you do on Sunday? It's like either we sat in front of the TV or whatever else, or it's like, well, I just, you know, worked because hmm. that's all I know how to do. Um. And that, that's sinful as well. I mean, like, right. it's not like it's not like you can't do laundry on, you know, Sunday, right? Like at all. But at least take some time for yourself and for your family. Go for a walk, you know. Go, you know, like for a drive. Like my dad, I remember one time he drove us down to the St. Louis airport and we watched planes take off. Nice. And I was like, I was probably like nine years old, and I was like. And I was probably like seven years old, and I was like, "This is so amazing, yeah so uh, again, like it doesn't have to be crazy yeah i I read
0: something on a Facebook the other day a, a friend of mine said that they their parents would knock a grocery shopping on Sunday, mm-hmm. and the interesting thing about that was that if you don't have the food you need for that day that you think you need for that day, you just don't have it. In other words, we're going to eat what we have in the house, even if it's not the big meal we want, but we're going to take what we have. Right. And and I, I don't know if she meant to do this, but I kind of compared that and said, there's something restful about that, saying we're just going to take what we already have in the house. It might be a weird concoction and not certainly yeah. not the ideal dinner we want, but there's something restful about saying we don't always need to be in control of we're going to go get this food to eat it. Let's just see what we have and rest in that. You know, yeah. Let's just accept the way things are Rest in that contentment of what Christ has offered, and let that reflect upon the true meaning of Sabbath and the true meaning of the Sunday resurrection, yeah, the practical this of so get back to what you're saying we celebrate holidays by actually letting the holiday affect our life, and there's since we yeah. celebrate Sunday every week, how are we letting the resurrection of Christ affect our daily life on that day?
1: yeah, letting the holy day like become what we are living in like the environment, the songs that we're singing, the dances that we're doing, the, the music that is playing the foods that we're eating. Like we don't know how to celebrate. We don't know how to, uh, to party. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would even say like, this is particular to Romans. Hmm. I mean, American Romans, right? Italians. Like, I mean, I've heard people even in the States who are Italians 100% 100% you will not open your shop on Sunday. Yeah. That's what the pagans do. Like, wow. you will not do that. We get together on Sunday, you will be here. Like, they're like, yeah, but mom, what if we want to go watch a movie and everything? It's like, you got six other days you can go watch right. a movie. <laughs> you come over to the house. Yeah. I make meatballs. Yeah, You know? Like, that, I, I really appreciate that. Right. But American Roman Catholics don't are not rooted in a tradition um, and in a familial context, yeah. so we don't know how to do it. The Byzantines, I think, do
0: uh, Byzantine Americans, not so much. But 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 it's it's more recent. Our rejection of that is more recent. I think in the Byzantine church.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like there used to be a time where you guys would have a full spread after mass.
0: Oh yeah, that's actually one thing I'm trying to bring back. And the other thing I'm trying oh, to be back. If please. I didn't have the outreach in Fort Collins, I was. I really wanted to say that after every divine liturgy, especially since people drive so far, I mean, we have people drive from south of Colorado Springs. We have people drive from Cheyenne. So they're driving two hours one way to come to church. They're mm-hmm. driving two hours to get back home again. Why not make a day of it in Denver? And so I wanted yeah. to do something like, okay, every Sunday the divine liturgy is over. We have our social. We have the meal. And then those who want to, we're going to go to the zoo. We're going to go to a Rockies game. We might even just go to a a, a, a street, you know, yeah, with uh, the street, uh, what I'm thinking of, Tacos, well, vendors <laughs> that they have the little festivals, festivals, uh, but also street festivals, but also the um, what do the hippies go to? They buy their farmers market. Farm, thank you, farmers markets. Chocolate babies, <laughs> exactly, and like just do that as as a parish and yep. and hang out together.
1: But that's I, what we need. Yeah, that's a great uh, Sunday I mean, traditions. Okay, well, that's a good that's a good place to stop because that's where I think I would agree. We've invented this phenomenon of coffee and donuts where it's just like, all right, let's have some kind of social, but let's not get crazy about right. it. Like, you finish a donut and, like, I mean, if you're not talking or, like, caring about what another person's saying in less than 30 seconds. Right. Nobody, like, takes longer than 30 seconds to eat yeah. a donut unless they're, like, you know, having virtue. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, again, we're going we're gonna to explore this topic more. We've done three, remember? Yep. Uh, we've done sloth. Uh, I know, gluttony and, and pride. Pride. Yep. We've done Easter, St. Patrick's Day, and Sunday. Sunday. So again, we have four more left. You can start to figure out who are the, which are the other four. Right. Um. We'll we'll come back with them
0: before we go. though. You, you I need- have never.
1: I've never done a two part podcast. This is kind of right. exciting.
0: Well, we better actually do the two part then. I I, I do think it's important that since we mentioned gluttony, what? you need to do the uh, the gateway
1: vice voice. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gateway drug. <laughs> Gluttony. Beware, people. Donuts can lead you down a dark road. Ice tea. All right. All right, folks. Here we go. Shout outs. Uh, I'm. It's actually really helpful to watch the watch because we only have 10 minutes left. Okay. Um, I have a mystery card. Mystery Ooh. card. Uh, Catholic stuff, guys, and a question mark on it. Anonymous. Um, it says, Dear Father John, Joe... Nathan, Mike, and Michael. Thank you so much for the podcast. It has meant a lot to me and has been a huge part in me becoming more active and knowledgeable in my faith. Love the banter and the loon clock. Rumpf, Luke, and Jill. I'm pretty sure that they came to the parish and they dropped something off. More likely than not, it was booze. Nice. But it's been consumed. (laughs) And I have no idea when. I will blame part of this on Father John, who has totally ruined my shelf where I keep everything. Otherwise known as the Shiza Shelf. Um, He just throws stuff on there, and, like, it's very difficult to keep track of things. Right. So, anyways, they probably gave us something. And I'm sorry you didn't get, (laughs) you know, like, a card or whatever else. The other one is from Cassie Langhalls. Cassie Langhalls from Albert Querque, New Mexico. Uh, She sent us that salsa. Remember, I gave you the choice of salsas and everything and so uh we have salsa she might have also sent apple butter or that was somebody totally <laughs> different maybe it was luke and jill don't okay. know um but uh i know she sent us salsas and uh I, it was very appreciated thank you i think i sent you a thank you card already i remember addressing it, it. was
0: real green chili so it was yeah. amazing new
1: mexico salsa yeah the reason Absolutely. why I know I sent you uh, a thank you card is because Albert Querque is very difficult to spell.
0: It is, unless you pronounce it like Querque, then you know how to spell
1: it. Yeah, but I thought it was A-L-B-E-R-Q-U-E-R-Q-U-E. Albuquerque. But no it's e. Albu. Yeah,
0: exactly. Albuquerque. A-L-B-U-Q-U-E-R-Q-U-E. I had to grow up being able to spell O'Loughlin and Albuquerque when I was like kindergarten. That's pretty
1: tough. Yeah. It's a lot of learning for a little five-year-old. Father Michael O'Loughlin, struggle bus from the age of three, (laughs) gateway bus, Albuquerque. Again, John Carroll Lynch. Thank you for listening. Uh, Really good, really good to to hear from you. And uh, if there are other Connecticut listeners. Uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, I do want to give my apologies to the people listening in Dubuque, Iowa. I've already had multiple people. Uh, my brother's friends. You gotta stop uh, that, making fun of cities. Oh my gosh, my brothers, my brother's friends from um, uh, from Champaign like they're from Dubuque. And they listen to the podcast. I'm like, are you freaking serious? So Megan Kleisner, I do apologize. I have no offense to Dubuque, Iowa. And some guy told me that Gary Reshack lives in Dubuque, Iowa. Gary Reshack was one of the uh, sacristans at University of Illinois. Okay. Anyways. All right. That's all I got. All right. I don't actually have any shout outs. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com
0: close it down uh, like us on Facebook if you have Facebook don't be turned off by Father Nakin's laughing at yeah. Facebook
1: check us out on Stitcher Stitcher yeah and what was the other one uh Groove Groove Listen, Radio
0: FM something PlayStation <laughs> well we want to get on Spotify our we had a big meeting recently and talked no, about all the ways people get us I
1: know I've Spotify. got it hang on okay
0: what the other thing oh the other thing that we can be found on Well iTunes of course
1: It's not iTunes
0: Give us stars on iTunes
1: Remember it was like It was like podcast players Oh Podbean? No like we We said like Okay we're on Stitcher, We're on iTunes But like we're not on um, This other format That That we're like You gotta listen to us.
0: If you want us to be on some format Just let us know Because we have a guy to pass
1: it off That's right (laughs) We don't do it No matter what way you get us You're getting us wrong Folks, that's laters.